Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF Relationships with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am a relationship and communication coach, and this podcast is dedicated to all of us, those of us that are trying to heal their relationships. And usually this means people that resonate with the insecure attachment types, such as fearful avoidant, anxious, preoccupied, or dismissive avoidant. Of course, we always welcome our securely attached folks. Happy you're here. We (laughs) admire what you bring to the table and we're working on doing that ourselves. So welcome. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. Wow. I have been on a three-week vacation, which was just an absolute delight. I went to Mexico City to visit my in-laws, visit family, and also just explore the city. I caught up with an old friend from grad school. It was amazing. And I also got sick three times. (laughs) So that was a little tough. There's nothing like missing home when you're sick and just wanting your the comfort of your own home. So I definitely actually got a lot of hum, a lot of homesickness on this trip. But all in all, it was phenomenal as most trips are. And I got to experience what it's like to fly with a toddler. So some good stuff and some tough stuff. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There were <laughs> some tough moments on those flights. <laughs> but we got home and we are safe. And I'm so excited to be back with you to talk about relationships. So this week's episode is very special. It's with Alexandra Shelley. She is the modern medium. And she is passionate about infusing her joy, spirited humor, and creativity into fundamental practices learned by her mentor and world-renowned psychic mediums in order to create a practice that is uniquely hers. This girl is so real. We have so much fun during this interview. And Alexandra's mission is to help you remember your innate magic by illuminating the bridge between yourself, your soul, and the spirit world. She firmly believes that every single human has a God-given right to their intuition and awakening their spiritual gifts. I completely agree with her. Experience her magic through working with her one-on-one readings, Reiki healings, and mentorships. She's also the host of the podcast, Embody Your Soul, where she interviews experts, practitioners, and inspiring change makers. I will be on the podcast very soon. You can enjoy our episode where we talk so much about the different attachment styles. She'll talk in the end about how you can connect with her, but I'm just so, so pumped about this interview today. We talk about dating, what it's like to date as a medium, and how she is showing up with her guides to really just embody her true spirit, which is amazing. And I really find that a spiritual practice, having a spiritual practice is so important to healing work. It's such an important, like, skill, ritual, thing that you do to connect to yourself, to connect to your spirit guides, to connect to source, God, universe, whatever word you choose. The clients that I work with that have a really strong spiritual or religious practice tend to flourish when they do this work. And that's because they've got this like, almost like a third support system, like a third leg of a support system that's never ending. It is so abundant. It is just so full of love and acceptance and forgiveness. And that's such a powerful thing to have 
while you are healing because it just is this other connection to, I, I mean, for me, to me, my own spiritual practice is like a connection to humanity at large and all living beings. So just having that connection that is an infinite source of, of love is so incredibly helpful. And I hope that while you're listening, you can think about how to build your own spiritual practice or even connect with her about how to help you build your spiritual practice. It's such a fun interview. She is hilarious. Get ready for the giggles because <laughs> it's super fun. All right. So without further ado, let's get into it. Alexandra Shelley, welcome to Lit AF Relationships. Thanks for being here. Oh, Sarah, thank you for opening up this space for me. I'm so excited to chit chat. Oh my God. You're just amazing. So literally (laughs) we've spent the last two days together yesterday recorded for your podcast and about your soul. Today we're recording for Lit AF Relationships. I feel like we're just getting to spend the week together. It's amazing. I know. Cocktails yeah. on Friday? <laughs> uh, yes, please. Should we record it just for fun? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh my gosh. So in- please like introduce yourselves to our to our listener. Um, sorry, ourselves. <laughs> wow. I just invited all your spirit guides to join you, obviously. Yes. <laughs> Alexandra is the modern medium on Instagram. And I'd love to just like Introduce yourself to the group. Tell us who you are. Give us a little bit of background. Uh, who am I? Okay. So yes, Alexandra Shelley, Modern Medium, and I am based in Southern California. I am super duper duper obsessed with helping you discover and unlock your innate magic. It is our God-given, it's our birthright to connect with our soul, to connect with spirit, to connect with, again, just the greater essence of everything. Mm. And I also add in my playfulness, my silliness, and a bit of my creativity into these fundamental tried and true practices that I've learned from my mentor and world around psychic mediums in order to create practices that are dynamic and loving and powerful and potent. And yeah, I have a podcast. I am just a silly girly. I don't know what else. Yeah. That's just like me as a medium. (laughs) So good. I love that you're bringing fun to this because... uh, Fun is, first of all, one of my top five needs. So if I'm not having fun, I'm probably not going to be doing it. But also, like, like, like connecting to spirit and source and spirit guides can get so heavy and serious. And, like, I think I have some real fun party spirit guides circling me in my orbit. So when it gets too serious, they're like, I'm out. Like, let's not. (laughs) You know? Yes. And honestly, joy is so fundamental for like yes. potent energy. Like yes. even the like the other week I had a reading with a really good friend of mine and him and I were laughing our ass off mm. because mm. we're just buddies. But then it was so perfect because the energy was so high and so potent and messages came in so clearly because of the joy and because of the silliness. Oh my God, I love that. That's amazing. You see, I I feel like, yeah, you just get to play with like other guides around you, which is so awesome. Oh, my dog's having a moment. I love it. 
<laughs> She's like, like did, you, did y'all hit record? I'm here. Wake <laughs> me up. Yeah, for real. Okay, so today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some spiritual stuff. We're going to talk about source and all that good stuff. But also I just want to talk about dating because it's lit AF relationships. So yesterday on your podcast, um, you love, you, you told me how much you love being a single Pringle and mm-hmm. I tell us like, what's it like dating as a medium? What's going on out there right now? Oh my God. It has been the most beautiful. Oh my God. It's been the most beautiful. <laughs> her dog. For, for, for our listeners. She's doing a thing. She's so cute. She just like, no. It's because the energy's so high. I'm almost positive. Mm. She's like, yeah, baby. Yeah. She's rolling in it. She's, she's enjoying it. Okay. I'm going to try to take you from like where I began to like where I am now yes. in a way that like makes sense. So. I knew I had to break up with my previous boyfriend in November of last year. And I will say it's, I don't even want to say, cause there's no, there's no con to be intuitive. It just gets tough. And I swear to God, I had like an absolute meltdown. I'm like, I am not ready to break up with this person. Like spirit, are you serious? But I knew it had to, I knew it in my soul. So that was kind of interesting because I was like grieving him already for like quite a while. And we broke up in March. And I was very gung ho about like the next guy I'm going to be with is my husband, like blah, blah, blah. And it was actually really, really cool. Like the week I, like the week after I broke up with him, I, always felt so ashamed about self-pleasure and masturbation. And I started learning about it through one of my best friends. Her name is Kayla Ferguson, and she is a womb embodiment coach. And she was kind of teaching me about sex magic and embodiment practices. And so that was kind of like my first, like really like kind of like an awakening almost. So for about a week after my breakup, I got so connected in my body and with my spirit guides. And it was really, really cool. And I got to actually have like this unfurling of like beauty and like integrating shadow within myself because there was a lot of like repressing in my last relationship. And so then I was kind of really focused like, okay, I'm anointing myself for my partner and like blah, 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 which is like great. Like we like still cute, obviously still amazing. And then, love that. <laughs> so silly. And then suddenly started finding myself like in this position where it was in July and it was my best friend's engagement. And I met this like really, really awesome guy, like super cool. We totally hit it off, like great chemistry. And we like, I don't know, like spent the evening together. And it was so funny because at first I would feel so guilty. I'm like, oh my God, (gasps) like I'm having a one night stand right now. This is terrible. But I was like, I was actually like, wait, this is awesome. Like, this is really, really fun. Like I'm loving this. I felt so sexy and free and playful. And I didn't feel this stickiness, like this stickiness of like, oh, I need, like, I need, there needs to be like something after I was like, this is just like a great playful connection. Like how fun is this? I've never felt that way in my entire life. It was so beyond me. And 
So I was just kind of like, okay with that. And then it happened again where I was in dead. I was in Europe with my family in September and I met this professional horse jumper. (laughs) (laughs) I die. And you were like, love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Became daddy, like obsessed. Like he's so cute from Belgium. Like I love you. And I was like, what is happening? This is the opposite of what I was planning. I'm like, I'm getting married. What is going on? And settling down. If, yeah. so you're saying like the opposite is in like they were casual fl- flings? Would we call them flings? Yeah, I guess like yeah. casual, like one night stand kind of like oh. connections. And I'm like, this is so weird, but I don't feel like terrible about it. Like this is really mm. fun. And I feel, I just feel really like free. And not that I felt like a fuck girl. I was just like, I'm really embracing like this kind of sexual freedom. That's amazing. And do you think it was that womb healing that like allowed that? Oh, I honestly think so. Just like really, really embracing that and embracing like, again, my sexuality and my body and just opening my heart to like how else I could receive love. Because I think I was so caught up in like, I can only talk to this person and receive love this way. And I'm like, wait, 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 you can receive facets of love, like through, like with your dog, family connections, friendships, conversations, food, wine, fun nights with like girlfriends or with like a really cute guy. Like we need to like open ourselves up to the possibility of how we could receive love and like how we can experience love. And I feel like a lot of my experience has actually been like self-love as well. Wow. And What's also allowed me to have a lot of freedom and a lot of fun is this is like a whole other thing, which is super cool. So I, again, in the beginning too, was really obsessed with like, who's my husband? What does he look like? Like blah, blah, blah. And so spirit was showing me like little kind of flash downloads. And I was like, all right, like a-holes, like you're not going to show me? Fine. And I was honestly, I had to be okay with it. I'm like, I'm not meant to this Biebs or Alexandra, like. What are you doing? Like we <laughs> love the way are, you talk to yourself. It's oh beautiful. my god, it's so I love beautiful. talking to myself. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> like, come on. And so, what I ended up doing is I, you know, developed this equanimity where I'm like, I know the soul of my husband exists. I know he's out there, and also because I have written. <laughs> the list. I've written that <gasps> list and I've gotten you've called it. You've cast it. Oh God. I've gotten so clear yeah. on my values and how I want to feel in my relationship that I'm like, he exists. He has to, because why does this keep coming up? So what happens suddenly is I, I would send him Reiki, like, Oh, just sending him Reiki, like <gasps> cute oh and whatever. And then suddenly I've started getting downloads of my future <gasps> husband. therefore it's kind of like this interesting like it makes sense but it doesn't at the same time where I'm so clear on who my husband is and that he exists that I don't get emotionally attached to these like men because I'm like I know you're not my guy so like I'm not gonna start fan like I'm not gonna like 
make Some up fun. something about me, which I would in the past because like yep. Pisces, we love a fantasy. Love so having this intense clarity on my values and this intense clarity on my worth and my intention and just being like, I know what I'm getting into. I know who I am. I know what I desire. I know this is, you know, exists for me. And it's made life so much easier. <laughs> That's incredible. It sounds so freeing. It's so it freeing. It's so, you're so sure. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I have so many clients that have this timeline in their minds and they feel like they need to rush to find a partner mm-hmm. and that they're being left behind or that it's unfair that they're, all their friends are starting to get married like they, they've got a, this like really intense need to like make it happen right away. Mm. So w- I'm so curious, like what would you tell them that would like that to just kind of let that fear go and that rush and that stress about it? I'm so curious. Mm. Oh my God. There's so many things that come to mind and oh God, your clients are lucky to have you. Cause I'm like, ah. I feel like you would just be so you're so great at this. So this is like a random clip I came across that it, I was so moved to tears when I watched it. I'm like, oh my God, I forget who he, I'm the worst. I forget who he is, but he, <laughs> won, he won a Grammy and he was going into like, you know, when I was really broke, I would have these shitty microwavable meals and I would warm them up and they were still cold, but like I had to do it because I was broke. But I always looked forward to going to my grandma's house because she started cooking the night before and she would let her food marinate. And so the food is good because it's not microwavable. Therefore, Mm. your gifts, your talents, your journey, what is meant for you is not microwavable. It is meant to gestate. It is meant, I'm getting the chills, like it Mm. is meant to take time and I loved that so much because even even just like with like our gifts or any any kind of pursuit it's not special if it's just like out like you know if it's yes. again just you wrap it in tin foil put it in a microwave nothing is special about that you you know it like by the taste and everything and the essence and the energy of it and so if you are desiring something or someone really, really special, know that the universe has to also like do the work to make sure like they line up, but also in order for you to be the person that calls in that person, you also have to step up and do the work to be the partner that can literally handle that kind of special. Like you are beautiful and special, but if you're calling in someone up here, like you got to get there. And that takes mm-hmm. intense honesty. And that takes a lot of self-work that takes addressing all parts of you, loving all parts of you and not rejecting because that's what I also learned is like, I wasn't loving all parts of myself because I'm like, Oh, like I'm too loud. I talk too much. Like, you know, cause that's how I felt in my last relationship. Like oh, he doesn't like to hear me talk. Like I talk too much. I talk too loud. Like I'm weird and whatever. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. My husband will find that endearing. Like I will never be too anything for him. And so anyways, like that took work. That took time. So just your growth 
takes time and it takes effort and you're not going to grow overnight. And same with like this timeline matching up. And, you know, even like when you kind of look back on really, really beautiful, special moments and even just like precious, special things, like, you know, it's so, it's like such a common example, but like a flower, like that flower Mm. had to be rooted and planted in the soil and watered and nurtured and sunlight and everything. And it sprouted and then it bared fruit. And like, you don't eat the fruit like that day, you eat the fruit like months away. So just know that like really, really hold on to the fruit because it is ripening and it is there and it is in you and it is for you. Oh my God. I love it so much. <laughs> so many good analogies. I, I usually make an analogy of like baking a cake. I'm like, whenever I rush, not baking a cake, mm-hmm. I hate cake. I fucking hate cake. But you know what I do love? Cookies. But if I'm rushing to make cookies, they I overmix them. I forget ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's just the love isn't there, you know? And then they turn out so bland. And then I'm like, what a waste of time that was. So it's like, I don't yes. want that in a relationship. I don't want that in a relationship for anyone. Like, take your time. This is like the person that is going to see you. You're going to have kids naked on the hospital bed, pushing a child out of whatever parts you got. Like this, you know what I mean? Like this person is going to need to be with you. So it's worth the time to make sure that this person is going to be the one that you, you want to have helping you in those types of situations. Maybe you're going to have kids. And maybe you're going to have a surrogate. I don't know. Like, I don't know what your situation is, but there's going to be some shit that life's going to throw at you. Maybe it's not having kids. Maybe it's just like grief, like someone close to you passing something really hard happening in your life, but you're going to need to like have that person there with you. So think about it. I love that. She's like, (laughs) <laughs> she likes my voice. So She's like, yeah! <laughs> let's do this <laughs> i am so there with you so agree and what i also kind of decided is like why look back and be like wow that was such a shitty whatever months or years when i was sick. like why do that to yourself like mm. have fun now like mm. just enjoy your life right now and take time to do things that like you wouldn't have been able to do. Like for instance, I remember, do you know who David Sedaris is? Yes. I love him. Mm, mm, Love him. So (laughs) I took myself out on a solo date where he had like, he had, what do you call it? Like a show, like Mm -hmm. where he reads off his essays Mm -hmm. and you go and like buy his books and he signs your books. And I'm like, I wouldn't have been able to do that with my ex. Like at all. Like this was a solo mission. And I just, I love that I did that for myself or even like reading as much as I get to read now, or like Mm. playing with friends that I really didn't get to spend time with because I felt like he judged a lot of my friends. So just, then again, I feel like I'm making him out to be like a horrible person. Like he's not a horrible person at all. It's just like compatibility just was not lining up. Wasn't there. Wasn't there. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. So enjoy the love story you have with yourself like today Mm. and now, like why, like why look back and be like, wow, I just tortured myself and hated every day. Like what's the point? Yeah. Ah, ah, I love that. Romance yourself. Just romance yourself. Full stop. Seriously. Full stop. Okay. And so for someone that is deepening their spiritual practice or their relationship with their guides, like Mm. how can, and maybe there's not an answer for this, but I am curious. I just want to ask, like, 
when you think about how can source spirit, whatever universe, God, like whatever your name is for it, like how can your relationship with that actually strengthen your belief that your person is either coming or that it's worth the wait or like whatever kind of supportive, you know, advice they need, not advice, but like supportive thought and belief that they need to have. What what would you say to that? Mm, That is a brilliant question. (sighs) Oh my gosh. Alexandra threw me so many curveballs yesterday, y'all. Like, I'm glad I could throw you one. (laughs) I was like, bitch. (laughs) I've never heard of attachment style in that way. I love this. It was so fun. I loved it. I'm obviously I'll share this episode with everyone, but anyway. Oh, of course. Okay, so this is kind of like you know what? Actually, no, it's not because I've, I've taught people it before. So what I kind of discovered by accident and it was inspired by a teacher of mine. His name's Tony Stockwell, fucking King, amazing psychic medium, world renowned. He is so funny. Not that it even matters, but it, you know, it just matters. <laughs> he was talking about connecting with the soul of an object, like the soul of like a house or something. And I was like, wait, okay. So if you can connect with the soul of like a home, the soul of, you know, someone that is living, like just connecting with their higher self, for instance, why couldn't I connect with the soul of my manifestations? Mm. All right. So that led me to exploring connecting with the soul of my future apartment, which I'll be moving into end of this month, which is Ah! absolutely crazy. And then I was like, I want to connect the soul of my husband. Why couldn't I do that? And so I think it really began with, again, dude, I, I swear the list, like everyone talks about it. But when it comes to the list, it's about not compromising on like your authenticity and your values. So like getting so, so clear, like there's this one line, do you know the book all about love by Bill Hooks? I don't know that one. Oh my God. You should read it ASAP. Okay. And there's this line that really, really struck a chord with me that went something like women often neglect their needs in a partner for fear of missing out on like options. And I did that for so many years. I was like, oh, it's okay that like they do this. It's okay. It's not a big deal. But in the end, like I'd resent them. And finally, which it took me a long time to really put my stake in the ground. I'm like, my husband needs to care about his health and fitness because I care so much about it. Like he has to care. Like I am not going to be like dragging him along with me. And so once I got clear on that, I'm like, okay. And getting so, so clear on like my values and like really, I would say when it comes to like manifestation, like on the feeling, like why is it important that they are creative? Like, because you feel like you can Mm. whatever, like, like, you know, adventure with them, explore with them, be curious with them. Like, why is that important to you? Like, what makes you feel like fulfilled with that? And then also kind of realizing I was around a lot of expanders, like a lot of expander men. And I'm super fortunate. Like my best friends have the most incredible husbands. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Like 
he has amazing qualities that I love that I would love in my husband. And he has some qualities that I would love. So even just like looking around and like who you are surrounded by, because that defines a lot of like, again, your values, your habits, like what you're striving for, like it really, really molds your reality. So when I kind of was aware of that, I'm like, wait, I know like every single like boyfriend I know that is my friend's boyfriend or husband, they are literally a plus. Like I love them like so, so much. And then just really feeling into the soul of this man. Like I wrote down the list and I was like, I felt into the soul of him and how this love would feel. And like, just kind of asking spirit to help me like really, I guess like generate this feeling of like, how would it literally feel? And it's of course beautiful because it's also asking yourself to like be imaginative, but like with your intuition, if that makes sense. And it's also it's really vulnerable too. It's really asking you to trust spirit and really, really asking you to like trust how this love will feel. Because I think, which I'm sure you come across with your clients, like a lot of us are used to, like we have definitions of love that are not love. Like it's, Mm. they're toxic and they're painful. And like, it's lust really. When love is like, grounding and it's beautiful and it's safe and comforting and, but also expansive and like, you know, adventurous and whatever. And then when I really just began like feeling into like, he exists, he is real. And then having this equanimity of like, I'm sending him Reiki, but I'm not obsessed with receiving downloads. I'm just going to send him Reiki because I know he exists. Because if those men exist that are dating my best friends, my guy has to exist. Like literally these guys are special. My guy. Oh my God. If there's, if there's a me out there, there's a freaking, there's an equal out there for me. Absolutely. And so then, yeah. And then that's why I accidentally started getting downloads about him. And I'm like, <gasps> okay. What? So he totally exists. Like that's the thing. So I don't know. Yeah. I hope that like made sense. I was just kind of for down. I love that. I think that totally makes sense. What I love about it is you're like connecting to the fact that they're out there and you believe mm-hmm. that he's out there. And I think that that's where some of the people that I'm working with are like getting a little bit stuck because they get so caught up in the belief of like, I'm never going to find the, my person. It's too late. And mm-hmm. so when they're thinking those thoughts, it's like, you're not even open or available to connecting with that person. And if you, I love the idea of like connecting with their energy and giving, sending them Reiki. Like that's, yeah. first of all, like how generous, like that's <sighs> so beautiful and amazing. But you're also like, you're supporting them before you're already meeting them. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? And even just like, yeah, supporting them before already meeting them. And in a beautiful way, what's so beautiful about Reiki is like, you don't need permission to give Reiki. It's different from mediumship where it's like, you can't give a reading without permission. So with Reiki, it's like almost like a big juicy prayer. Like you're sending mm. a prayer to your person. And with a prayer, like you can't be so attached to that outcome. You're really kind of giving the energy up to the universe, to God, to source. Yeah. So yeah, like so much of it is just kind of allowing the timeline to like, just really, just really shift and like, just, become what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's surrender. And then also letting go of control, which to me is my spiritual practice. Like 
Mm. I love control. I need control. Mm. (laughs) It took me a long time to wrap my brain around the fact that I need control and that it's okay to want control. Mm. But my spiritual practice allows me to just let go and be held, which is so like, oh, just the yummiest feeling. And I have a lot of clients who are building their spiritual practice. So I'm curious, like, just what are your thoughts here on kind of control and surrender and spirituality? Okay. A couple things. So trying to think like which one to do first. I would say one of the first lessons I learned was in this beautiful book and like one of the most important books and like most important authors, I would say in terms of like my spiritual growth and my path, her name's Rasha. She was on the podcast. She's a freaking gorgeous gem. And in this book, Oneness, she was saying, you know, you can be connected to all the angels, all the guides, all the beings. And it's never about getting the answer. It's about guiding you back to your soul. (laughs) And it was literally, I know every single word Rasha writes, I'm like, and Yeah, that was definitely during a time where like, yeah, I wanted answers. I wanted to know, like I had to know. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) Jesus. Like, and honestly, I swear to God, it's like obviously like intuitively, like I know, but also like I don't know a thing. Like we don't know. But but there's kind of fun in that. Like for me, that's also just like my personality. I am not a super intense, detailed, oriented type A person. I'm like like what? Like just chill out. Like why put so much energy into it? So I know for like literally some of like my, I know like one of my mentees, like adorable, like such like OCD. And I'm like, sister friend, it's Mm. okay. okay." Mm. Like we're good. Like, and just knowing that like, regardless, like you, you took in the practice, like you're going to remember it like when you need to. Mm. What's another thing? So something that also came to me recently is that the soul has stamina and doubt will burn out. Like, Mm. and where do you want your energy source from? Like, think about it. Like God source universe, they give us a million unlimited chances, like opportunities where doubt, it's like, we're (gasps) like, we're heaving, like we're in a fetal position. Like it's just unsustainable. So don't you want to be sustained by your soul? Don't you want to be sustained by something that is like unlimited and generous and supportive? So that was really big for me. Oh my God. I can't believe I was like answering the question. Then I forgot the question. You did. I mean, I forgot two questions on your podcast yesterday. So we're we're in the right place there. Yeah. Control and, um, yes. Yes. Surrender and spirituality. Yes. 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 I love everything that you're saying. Oh my God. Good, good, good. God, I swear every single time we get an intuitive hit to do something, it's not going to make logical sense, but that's not the point. It's not meant to make logical sense. Just do it because you're going to learn the hard way and just go with your intuition. You're not crazy. And 
when you know it's your intuition, it's steady, it feels grounding and expansive and opening and calm. And like, say it's like, it's like a hard truth kind of thing, but like you still like, it feels, it resonates in your body where it's anxiety. It's like ping, 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 ping. And it's intrusive. And you kind of want to like, ah, like at least that's how I feel. Like I just want to like ball up like from my anxiety. I don't want to do a damn thing, but intuition serves you. Anxiety just limits you. So know that like, like intuition is actually, it's you having so much more control over your energy and you actually become like the queen or the king of your chessboard rather than you feeling played like a pawn with like the universe. Like when you have your intuition, you're like, all right, all right. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. All right. Let's try that out. Like, you know, and you don't have to know the second step. It's just taking the first step is like the best thing you can do. I'll say that's what I can think of so far. Yeah. That's so great. I love it. I love it. Okay. So since you're talking about intuition, I'd love to just hear how do you sharpen your intuition as a medium? How do I sharpen intuition? Oh my gosh. It is really interesting because I feel like I am discovering my practice is, yes, I do do like the traditional tried and true practices, but also I haven't been doing them as much because Mm. my energy is changing. Oh my God, how exciting. Um, It was really, really fascinating. You know, to start off, I would say like a beautiful, again, tried and true fundamental practice for like the best thing I would call it is like holding, like having stamina for like the energy of like the soul. It's called sitting in the power. And it's really just like, envisioning your, you know, like a star in the middle of your chest and like your soul just kind of expanding and expanding, like, you know, to the universe. And like you just literally witnessing your soul expanding and just sitting in it, like quite literally sitting in it. And it's you just, again, like building the muscle and like building the stamina of like you holding, like kind of you holding connection, if that makes sense. And like, then when you kind of know like, oh, I know this is intuition. I know this is like soul spirit versus like, oh, this is monkey mind. Like then like once, yeah. So anyways, it's kind of like practicing that feeling. Oh my gosh. Sharpening your intuition as well. I would say just continuing to listen and also rely on your intuition in all kinds of little ways and little ways that feel really stupid. Like which chicken should I buy? Or like, (laughs) should I turn right or left? And the reason being is people wait till like the the big shebang, like, oh my God, do I break up with my boyfriend or not? <laughs> and it's like, they haven't even like worked this trust muscle at all. So of course you're like freaking out. So it's all about like building this trust in this relationship little by little with your intuition. So then when the big stuff comes, you're like, piece of cake. Like I totally know what's best for me. I would say most definitely getting in touch with your body. Like your body is the vessel people like 
take care of your body. It has to be a clear channel in order for you to be a clear channel. So that means treating her nicely, treating him nicely, treating them nicely, eating foods that your body loves and like you know feels good on your body, saying kind things to your body, moving your body. It's huge. It's very common for psychic mediums and older generations to like get really heavy and also die from disease because of stagnant energy. And I do believe that we are being asked in our generation to be more fit and more nimble because like we're moving through big shit right now. And like, we got to be fit and healthy and clear. Like we got to show up for this stuff. So I would say like really honoring and taking care of your body. And again, like you're less inflamed. So therefore, like you can think clearly, like it's just even down to that, you can actually have the gut brain connection, like Mm. down to the science and the biology of like quite literally taking care of your body. And then as you get in touch with your body, like using it as a pendulum, like I love to do that where I'm like, okay, should I do this? Uh, yes. Uh, no, like your body will tell you like our soul is integrated in or like with the body. And that's why the body is so intelligent. Like, you know, we wouldn't be given this piece of machinery for like, then it would just be useless flesh. Like it's intelligent. So we can understand our intuition. hundred percent. Well said. I love it. (laughs) Which chicken should I buy though? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the one that's like $11 and 11 cents. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Anything with 11, 11, we're getting it. (laughs) My husband's obsessed with, he's a little slight OCD, which I always love to make fun of. And he's obsessed with one, two, three, four, like in a row. So if it was like $12.34, we're getting that one. (laughs) Oh my God. He's like, that was perfect. (laughs) Yeah. I told him I'd buy him a house one day that's like one, two, three, four for the address. Please, it like takes you forever to find. You're like, I finally found the house. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna take forever. First of all, we gotta save up. That's step one. Second of all, where are we gonna find this house? Oh, oh my god, it has to happen. I know. Yeah. I believe. I totally believe it. We will. We will find it, and hopefully, it's somewhere we actually want to live. You know. I believe. Divine. It could be our divine location that we were supposed to be in this whole time. You know. Literally, your holy land. Oh my God. I love that. Uh, Okay. So you kind of shared this already a little bit, but I'd love to just hear a little bit more. Like, what do you love about being single? What do I love about being single? I will say I love partnership and I Mm -hmm. do still and desire partnership. I love sharing my love and life with someone, but with being single, what I really do love is having the space to grow this love story with myself and also learning to honestly, I, again, like earlier when I mentioned about like self-pleasure, I had so much shame around Mm self-pleasure and now I'm like, I can turn myself on. Like I am a babe, like, I like just building this confidence within myself is such a gift. But I wouldn't have, again, I wasn't able to do that in my last relationship because there was so much like kind of, um, I guess dampening, but like, you know, it's more so like on his side and then me, you know, just whatever. And also, I don't know. I'm someone I love to dig deep. I love becoming the best version of myself. Like that's just like my jam. 
maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's like my, my Scorpio placements or something. Ooh, I'm yes. just like, I'm, I'm into it. And I just love that I have taken this opportunity to have a glow up, become the best version of myself and really become the love that I desire. Because if I desire a level of love, like, damn, I need to become what I desire, but also like, I need to become the woman in order to receive that love. Because like, again, I was saying earlier, you can't just like wake up one day or maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe we did like wake up one day and expect the love of your life to walk in your door just because like you want that because like time's up, tick tock. No, like <laughs> you got to do that work. And so I, I think, yeah, I'm just, I am just always so willing to like do that work. And so having literally the space to do that was pretty amazing. I would say I'm I'm really into like my routines and I'm really into self-care and I'm really into like, I don't know, like waking up and having my matcha and reading for a long time and working out and just having these like extended mornings is like really, really lovely. And also figuring out, yeah, just like saying earlier, like how can I romance myself mm. and I remember years ago when my dad and my mom went to, they like went to a therapist, like after their divorce, it was kind of like a whole thing. And this therapist was so insightful. He was saying like, your partner should only fulfill 25% of your pie. And at Mm. first I was like, that's nothing. But then you think about it. I'm like, there's so, that is a lot. Like there's a lot in your pie. There's family, there's friends, there's your social life, there's your wellness, there's so, so much. And yeah, it's like we, we expose ourselves so much when we make our personalities, our partners. And then it's like, I'm nothing without a partner. And it's like, no, you're whole and everything imperfect without a partner. Hell yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I love that. As soon as I started enjoying being single. That's when everything really changed for me. And of course, that's when I met my partner because I was just living my best life. Like, of course, I'm going to attract the person that I was meant to be with because I was like happy with who I was finally, you know? Yes. Yes. I saw a post recently that was like, you know, when you're kind of asking God or spirit for, you know, prayer or something. And it was like a prayer always sounds better with thank you rather than please. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. So just like beginning with like, oh my God, I am so grateful for like the time I have to myself. I'm so grateful for whatever. And that's literally so funny. It's literally what happened with like being in LA, like right when I was feeling so content with like, you know what? Like I'm in LA, like I love LA, blah, blah, blah. The apartment came up and I'm like, all right. Like, Oh my God. Of course. Of course. Not surprised. Not surprised. I love Uh, that. Okay. So what would you share with listeners who are interested in deepening their spiritual connection? What would I share with listeners in deepening their spiritual connection? I would say first to kind of understand your clears, understand what catches your attention. Is it noise? Is it uh, visual? Is it a physical feeling? Is it emotional? Like what catches your attention? But also like, what are you drawn to? And 
like when you are like really desiring something, like what is the primary sense that's coming up for you? Is it a vision? Is it an inner knowing? Is it a physical feeling? Is it a smell? Is it a sound? So I think like really just at least getting in touch with at least a Claire or two would be really, really powerful. So then you can at least know like, okay, that is my intuition speaking to me. I would say it would be best if you can get in touch with two. So then you can kind of have the other one to piggyback off of. So you're like, are you sure? And then the other one comes in you're like, all right. That's again, that's the beauty of like, you know, working with every single one of them. I would even just start simply with like engaging with spirit and engaging with your higher self. Like just start the conversation. You could be driving in your car. You could be like in the shower. You could be meditating. Just be like, I set the intention to connect with a spirit guide. I set the intention to connect with my higher self. Just begin the conversation. And again, people are like, oh my God, crickets. Like, yeah, maybe crickets, but like, like they're going to come to you. Like, but also you're probably expecting something. And like when you're expecting something, that's taking away the magic of it. Like the whole point of beginning the conversation with yourself and source and spirit is to be open to their creativity and open to how they create. And even to emphasize that point as well, we get really caught up in like, oh, it needs to be this like big blowout, like freaking fireworks. And Listen, 99.9% of our lives are made up of these many moments. And so God and spirit are, of course, going to take advantage of that. Angel numbers, little butterflies flying around, maybe little symbols. Like that is them talking back to you in these tiny whispers. So don't brush those off. That's them talking to you. Because even if you still got the big blowout, you would still be a skeptic. So it's like work with these beautiful mini moments and begin the conversation. And then, yeah, you're going to have big, beautiful moments for sure. They're going to happen. But just like, don't, don't be, I was like, don't be a weirdo. Oh my gosh. What else? What else? A couple more things. I would say like, connect with a friend who is also on the journey with connecting with their intuition or even better yet, someone who is experienced because then you can share your stories with them and you can kind of like, not so much for the validation, but also the celebration of like what you experienced. Like for instance, I, it's funny. It's like, I've been doing this for a long time and it's like, oh, like whatever. I had this beautiful energy healing and like crazy past life download that really helped me kind of understand like my relationships and like love and whatever. It was super, super cool. And I was telling my friend Kayla about it. And she was like, do you understand how like powerful that is? Like how much you just unlocked in like 30 minutes. Wow. I was like, I'm so happy I shared that with her because I was like, oh, like, whatever. And that was like a big deal. And so I think that's where mentors and practitioners and friends come in because we need to like be celebrated and we need to share our stories. Like it really, really matters. And like, again, even it's ancestral, it's like primitive, like sharing stories and like word of mouth of spirit. It's so, so important. Connecting your spiritual practice 
I would also like start a ritual of some kind and it doesn't have to be intense and long and whatever. It could simply be like drinking your matcha and saying a prayer, like start a ritual of some kind that really connects you to your soul and like, yeah, puts your soul at the center stage and you feel like you took time for yourself and your soul at the beginning of the day, rather than being like, oh, I'm so burnt out. I'm so tired. And like really ignoring yourself. Super, super huge. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that's what I can think of so far. There's like a lot of ways to connect with your, you know, deep in your spiritual practice. But I feel like that's a good start. I think that's a perfect start. That's amazing. Thank you for that. Oh my I love that. Okay. So for listeners that want to get in touch with you, see what you're up to, what are you up to and how can they follow along? (laughs) What are you up to? to? Oh my God. First of all, Sarah, thank you so much. I've had such a fabulous time chatting with you. Yes, me too. I am on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. And I'm active, very active. I post reels and posts and stories. Like I'm silly. I'm talking. I'm sharing downloads and messages and day in the life and updates on my business and podcasts and things like that. I just love showing up as myself. And I like I like creating the corner of the internet that I want to see. So enjoy. And then I have a podcast, Embody Your Soul. It is wonderful. It is beautiful. You will learn a lot and you will, you will, you'll laugh a lot. And <laughs> then if you are looking to work with me, I do private psychic mediumship readings. I do Reiki healings. I do bundled sessions where like, you, you know, you buy a four sessions with me and I also do private mentorships, meet your spirit guides, which I'm promoting right now where I give you a beautiful structured three months where I help connect you to your spirit team and your intuition and your gifts. And it's super beautiful. And then I have a six month mentorship tap into your magic, which is like top to bottom, everything. It is beautiful. And yeah, so go to my website at themodernmedium.co to check out my services. And then anyone that will be in the Orange County or even Los Angeles area, I will be able to see clients in person starting <gasps> January, 2024. So what? I'm super excited. That's awesome. Oh my God. I love that. Yay. Uh, thank you for being here. This has been so fun. So thank silly. You. Thank you yeah. for having me. This has been amazing. It's just been amazing. And I d- highly recommend going to check out Alexandra's Instagram page. She's got so much good stuff there on connecting to source and spirit and spirit guides. And <laughs> it's just so fun. And it's like in an easily digestible, fun, like way to share it. It's so, yeah. So go check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it so much. Alexandra is just a bundle of joy. I love her energy and her enthusiasm and just her approach to spirituality. I find so incredibly helpful. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one to heal your relationships and your approach to relationships, I would love to work with you on that. I help folks work through people-pleasing to start communicating boundaries, sharing their needs so that they not only create the relationships that they've dreamed of, but they find that person that they've really been looking for. Or maybe it's person or persons that you're interested in spending your life with. So that honestly, when you find them, you're like 
the like best version that you possibly can of yourself in a relationship so that you're being supportive, you are being vulnerable, you're showing up in all the different ways that you would want someone else to show up for you in relationship. And you're giving that to them in the most beautiful, generous way possible. I tend to specialize in helping folks work through breakups, divorces, or working through being hung up on their exes. But don't hold yourself back. If you are wanting to hold, like, work on relationships, I'm here for you. Book a free discovery call today. This call is so incredible because what's going to happen is you're going to learn about your own unique attachment style and the common patterns that are harming your relationships, whether that is... I'm laughing because I have so much empathy for you if you're going through this. But whether that is over-communication, if you are processing through your partner or you tend to process through your friends and you struggle to process on your own, I'm going to help you with that. Or maybe you're just kind of chaotic in, in relationships with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. Or maybe you are kind of a, you know, all lonely island where people feel like they can't really approach you and you're a little bit cut off and distant from other people. I want to help you work through these common patterns and just start to show up securely in relationships. And I just want to tell you right now that it is absolutely possible. That's the best news you probably heard all day today. It is absolutely possible to change the way that you're showing up in relationships And not just temporarily, but I really mean long-term, like forever. So I want that for you, especially in this new year, 2024. This is the year we can all just start to respect ourselves, love up on ourselves, and be the best version of the person that we want to be. So I'm excited for you. If you're interested, book that discovery call. You can go to sarahcohan.com forward slash coaching. That's S-A-R-A-H dot com forward slash coaching. I hope to see you there. It's such a fun call. And you'll get to learn about the coaching program and just see if it's the right fit for you. It's a zero pressure situation. I'm just trying to help you make a decision on these calls. I'm not at all... Trust me. I'm not at all trying to convince you to join, especially if it's not the right fit for you. So don't be afraid of the discovery call. It's a literal delight and no pressure situation where you get to choose what you're interested in doing. And I just get to help you make that choice. So I hope to see you there. Happy New Year. Oh my God. What year are we in? Oh my gosh. Okay. We are in the year of the wood dragon. Oh, sorry. That's going to start on February 10th. Okay. So in a month, this is on the Chinese New Year. We are going to be starting the year of the wood dragon And I believe we're leaving the year of the rabbit. Very interesting. The rabbit is longevity, peace, and prosperity. Yo, 2023 was a tough year. We saw a lot of war. We saw a lot of genocide. So let's see what the year of the wood dragon is going to hold for us. I very much look forward to it. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to see you right back here next week.